Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We're two work from home entrepreneurs who are laughing our way through parenthood, life, and owning creative businesses. I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. And I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, and performer, and mom of three. Hey guys, welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We have an amazing guest tonight. Jen Fortner's in the house. Jen, Jen Fortner. Say hi, Jen. Hi, guys. That proves that she's here. She is, she's so pretty. She's really all. pretty. She's she, a one of a kind. She's one of a kind. Well, wait. Well, kind of. I see what you did in there. <laughs> she's actually a twin, but she is one of a kind. She just, ha- her egg happened to split. Well, not hers. Well. Her mom's? I think it's still hers. <laughs> I don't know. We'll come, we'll circle back to twins. Okay. Uh, she is a brand new mom of one to beautiful, slow, nice. And mother. like when we say brand new, not like me brand new, like eight weeks brand new. Eight weeks, but she's here. Thanks, <laughs> Jen. We're like, um, you have like free time, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, she is a wifey to Zach. She is a fundraising fundraising expert and coach at Eurasia and a self-proclaimed Duchess of Pineapple Whip. Now, Duchess if you don't know Pineapple Whip. Whip, you're missing out. It's like Springfield, Missouri's best ice cream it's not it's not even ice cream it's gluten-free it's non-dairy it's the best um, vegan and she happens to be a twin and she happens to be our really good friend oh guys hi jen really good okay oh, let's let's clap her in let's, let's clap, clap her in oh thanks let's guys and i feel like this might um come up so she happens to have her twin and our other friend here in the house so just if you hear a little comments if you hear it like cackling in the back we don't have anyone <laughs> we, don't, we don't have anyone tied up in the corner nope or a live audience well we actually were, we're recording in front of a live studio audience tonight it's we are? just of one. Oh yeah oh yeah perfect perfect right. um, it counts so michelle's already here that'll be our teaser for michelle's presence twin bees uh, wings so today we're gonna she's gonna lead us through um inclusive Inclusive. Inclusion. Inclusion. Reading. Reading. Uh, inclusion and intentional relationships. Mm. And she's an expert. First-hand expert. An expert. We know. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, we, of course, have to thank our amazing sponsor. sponsor. Tonight's episode is brought to you by... Introverts! <laughs> <laughs> what are those? The, I don't know. What's that like? They called us and we had to Google who they were. <laughs> yeah, we were embarrassed like, to say. We were like, speak up. I'm sorry. What do you I don't, wanna... I feel like this conversation is a little harder. It's not flowing as easy as sometimes. No, that's what, see, Jen is the uh, unicorn introvert who communicates very well right. and Introverts actually text us to be a sponsor. We didn't actually <laughs> Introverts Incorporated. Uh-huh. Text us. Gave us a text. But Jen is like the unicorn that can bridge the gap between introverts and the obnoxiously loud. Yeah. Extroverts. Is or extroverts. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, no, Jen, you are. You're an amazing introvert. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. No pressure. <laughs> so we need some taglines for introverts. So obviously okay. we're, we're very equipped to handle this. Right. Uh. This is from what I've learned about introverts, so okay. correct us if we're wrong, Jen. Okay. Uh, okay, so introverts, we're not judging you. Well, sometimes. <laughs> is that right? I, is that uh, accurate? Uh, uh, <laughs> we're assessing. We're assessing, we're just assessing the situation. We're assessing this hot mess. Yeah. Introverts, don't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Introverts. Oh, no, this is not going to go well. <laughs> introverts. Introverts. If we're just going to talk about the weather, let's just be silent. <laughs> is that fair? 
<laughs> That's totally fair. That's fair? That's fair. No okay, small talk. Last, last tag. Introverts don't like small talk, I don't think. Introverts. Oh, is it me? No, I was pausing. For oh, okay. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear an extrovert. Introverts. Oh! <laughs> last one. My favorite jokes are the ones I, I, you have to explain. It was subtle. You had to see the, the facial features that I was like including into the... No. We're going to break... We're going to bust I open. I am getting... I'm... I'm going to be honest. I'm getting really sweaty. And I don't know why. I love it when you say that for some reason. I don't. It's hilarious. I feel like people picture me as like a big old sweaty mess, which I kind of, I guess I'm describing what I am right now. But it's been one degree and I'm like in sleeveless. And I'm so hot. You're drinking coffee. Well, that could be why. But you're all drinking coffee and you're in like sweaters. Michelle's in a scarf. Twin B is in a scarf. You haven't met her yet. Okay. I'm going to tell you a secret. You're going to rein us back in. Uh, on a podcast, no one knows if you're sweaty unless you just say it like a hundred times. <laughs> we'll stick with that. I feel like the, this like is a free me tip. communicating. <laughs> I'm communicating with our audience. Uh, okay, so let's get to it because um, the, the reason that Jen is talking about inclusion and intentional relationship is because she's literally the best at it. You're the best. How she roped us in. You guys. Why don't you talk first about how you roped us in with your intentional, <laughs> your intentional that's actually, inclusiveness? That's actually where I wanted to start. Oh, perfect. Yeah. We knew. So I know both of you uh, just because I was wanting to be kind of inclusive, I guess, in my own way um, in, the, in the beginning of my time in Springfield. So I used to live in Kansas City mm-hmm. and I moved back to Springfield, Missouri, where we all hail from. Uh, and when I moved, I was thinking to myself, my goodness, I haven't lived here for a while. I don't know how I'm going to connect with people. What am I going to do? I have this awesome twin sister. But sometimes, you know, you want your own friends. You want your own, like, stamp on uh, your your friendships and stuff. And so I um, decided that instead of just whining about kind of being lonely whenever I first moved back, because you know that time whenever you move back mm-hmm. somewhere, it's kind of, can kind of be a little lonely sometimes. Mm-hmm, right. So instead of just whining about wanting friends, I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a girls group. So, mm-hmm. and then that is where we all kind of decided to become really good friends. And we're still doing that today. So You've probably heard us reference girls group like 37 times <laughs> if you've listened to all the podcasts. It changed my life. I'm not, I'm not blowing no smoke. It yeah. actually kind of started with a New Year's Day brunch, I want to say. That's girly true. Brunch. Girly brunch. And then you were like, I liked that. Let's mm-hmm. do that not annually. Mm-hmm. Let's do that like yeah well it weekly. really started because I mean it was it was a season where I had moved back and I was kind of in that season of kind of being lonely and sort of wanting more friendships and and going how am I going to do this and why aren't people reaching out to me and I want to create something and so I decided instead of just thinking that it was for somebody else or I'm just going to continue to kind of be a little bit lonely I decided you know what I'm going to make my own thing and figure out how to get some people involved and so I did and that's Kind yeah. of how we started. Yeah. And so how many like uh, passive aggressive Facebook posts about like being lonely did you post before you decided to do that? <laughs> zero point zero zero. Yeah. yeah. Probably zero. But okay. Yeah. I kind of heard it this way too. I was listening to a talk like a couple years ago and um, this mom was talking about how she um, really was like lonely one day and really wanted somebody to bring her coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just like, man, I just wish I had a friend that could come and bring me coffee and I'm, I'm have all these kids and all this stuff to do. And I really want that community and friendship. And so instead of 
whining about it she was like you know what i'm just gonna pack my kids up and i'm gonna go take somebody else coffee and uh, yeah and you know it's a it's a small thing but i think whenever we step outside of ourselves and we go well it's not somebody else's job to create the community and the inclusiveness that i want i'm going to take it upon myself to do that for other people and it makes you know all the difference in my life and it also makes a difference in other people's lives so that's so good this coming from uh a self-proclaimed introvert that's kind of the joke so yeah. I feel like some people think like well I'm not like you know I'm not like a loud shouter I'm not like mm-hmm. a rally crier like you still were like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this yeah this. yeah absolutely so were you intimidated to start it no not at all it was more I mean I'm, I'm definitely a relational person I actually started like kind of getting groups together back in my Kansas City days I used to work for um, this place called the International House of Prayer and my job was to grab teams and take them across the country. So I had to do this on a regular basis. And my favorite time was when I got, got 22 people and took them to South Africa. Wow. On a really, really long uh, trip. It was like a month long. And we all went together. And it was one of those things where it was like a hodgepodge of people. And I'm an introvert, but I'm always looking for people that I can connect with because um, you know I think it's important to not just do life as a silo, but to partner with people. So... I would find these random people that didn't know each other. And I knew, like, one of my favorite things to do is just network with people and try to figure out, like, I think you would be a good friend to this person and this person would be a good friend for this person. And so uh, I did that in Kansas City and ended up getting 22 people and going to South Africa. And they're still all good friends today. And that was probably, like, six or seven years ago. So Wow. Boom. Yeah. So I've done it before, um, but that was definitely something that I think – changed my life and it's still changing my life because we're all really good friends now so life-changing friends (laughs) man it was handy to have you because you just made all those connections for me (laughs) thank you yeah yeah but it's true you really are you guys can't have her well, maybe she can come visit and just connect you and then leave. Like a little friendship <laughs> <Right>. fairy. <laughs> a friend, uh, matchmaker. Uh, but I think what's maker. cool, too, is you didn't really you didn't really overly stress about, like, well, wait a minute. Now, those two don't know each other at all. Or this right. is from a different circle. Or this is from high school and this one's not. Or what What are the ages? What are the... Does everyone have kids? Does everyone not? You just kind of went yeah. for it. Right. And it all worked itself out. Yeah. It's that, that intim- intimidation can be sometimes, like, the world's colliding. That's going to be awkward. Or this person dated right. this guy's you know this uh person's boyfriend from two years ago is this person's you know ex or whatever and that can be a little intimidating i guess whenever you think about it but people usually get along a lot more than we give them credit for yeah so. especially if you get them in the same room it's totally. hard to not like someone when you get them in the same room because chances are if you dated the same guy um also i was gonna point out that i feel like and it's not that i would ever purposely like exclude or invite certain people but I think when you're like I would look at this person and say you might be friends with this person it might sound like you're more like choosy Mm -hmm. but from what I viewed it's more like I'd get a whole bunch of random people together for like my baby shower Mm -hmm. you guys both through us me (laughs) me and Opal I guess um anyway and there were like a whole bunch of people there from different parts of my life and you were like hey random person I don't know you should come to my girls group and I remember being like wait no no they're from a different part of my life like they're separate everyone's separate from groups like this is like what (laughs) and you guys um both but Jen specifically I just remember like being in random groups people and you're like yeah you guys should come to girls group or oh all of you guys should Mm -hmm. blah 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 hang out sometime anywhere from like a 19 year old all the way to whatever a mom of multiple kids Mm -hmm. so to me sometimes I think 
I overthink it. Right. And it's less about... And then you don't do it. Right. For me. Like, I, I overthink right. it to death. Yeah. And chances are the ones that are, like, an awkward fit aren't going to enjoy it and, like, not stick around. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's probably awkward for them as well. Filter themselves out. Yeah. Oh, Jen, I'm so grateful for you. The more we talk about it, I'm feeling emotional. Good person. Okay, so um, let's, yeah, let's hit like some some tips. What have you learned? Educate us. Yeah. Educate us. Well, I guess one of the things, um, let's see, with inclusiveness and I think, I guess, I think it it's interesting how much inclusiveness and intentionality are actually combined um, and I think it's it starts with believing that you have value to add to somebody else and really um, seeing that you are somebody that can add value to a situation or to a group. I remember that Kansas City experience that I had where I took 22 mm-hmm. people to South Africa. Um, I had just moved to Kansas City not that long ago and I was in that, that situation again where I had moved and I was trying to build friendships and was sort of a little intimidated by all of these cool musician type people that were like way cooler than me and you know had the cooler shoes and I don't know like how many of, instruments do you play yeah and like what? had the beautiful voice and you're like I can't even talk to that person um, pause I okay, need, yeah I feel like everyone needs to know <laughs> closure she plays instruments and has beautiful Jen voice. is like the most gorgeous vocalist slash guitar boss leads the stuff leads like, all the things and you're a good photographer i, I didn't mention that earlier oh, thank either. you so right, right. whatever go ahead um so call bs but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but in that situation of you know whenever you're new to to a situation or to a town or um I, even at work or something like that i think it starts with hey i have something to give i have a message inside of me i have something that um i can bring to the table and uh, when I started believing that, I think I, it took me out of that situation where I was like, no, I don't, nobody really needs a friend in, in me or nobody needs that inclusiveness, you know, to, to gather a group together or whatever. But once I started um, thinking of myself as being able to add values to others, I think that's number one tip. Mm-hmm. Um, that really changed my outlook and it makes it so much easier to approach people. Um, I uh, teach fundraising um, to missionaries and do that full-time and coach people. And one of the, the most tricky subjects for people to broach is money, mm, correct? Right. Um, and a lot of times I think people think, you know, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to go on this missions trip, which is who I coach as missionaries going overseas. And uh, they have all these big projects. And the last thing that they want to do is ask other people to be involved in what they're doing. Kind of like, I don't want to bother them. Yeah, you know, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to, you know, ask them for money because that's scary and all that kind of stuff. But I think once we we really believe in ourselves and have confidence that um, what we're doing matters, it takes it to another level and we can invite other people to partner with us in the journey that we're on. And even if that's just life, mm. I do that with missions, obviously, but even in just life, like I want other people involved with, with what I'm doing, who I am, uh, and the life that I lead. So, Girl. That's mm. so good. Mm. Slow clap. I, I, I have a question. Yes. So have you ever felt, this sounds kind of like you have come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. So does that mean you have felt at one point, I'm not sure, yeah, I'm not sure if I have something to value, or in my case too, uh, 
sometimes I think friends are already taken. Like, right. like, right. I, like, like exactly. They, have, they, they already have friends. friends. They're they're taken. Yep. I gotta look for someone like <laughs> brand new <laughs> that like, or whatever. There's just there's not enough room for an additional me or whatever. Like, does that ever play into your? Yeah, I think it does. Um, but I think I think we all feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. all feel like oh, the other person across the table from us has is so much better. Like the grass is greener on the other mm-hmm. side, or they're so much cooler, or have more, more to offer than I do. Um, but then when we when we evaluate our own self and the void that we have inside of us and the need that we have for community and look at the person across from us and say, I if I need that, then they need it too. Right. Um, and then just becoming the friend that you want to be. Like that girl that wanted coffee so bad, she went and brought it to somebody right. else. It's the same thing. So, mm. yeah. so good. That's really good. And I think that that's you touched on something that like looking at someone and being like, they have all those good friends and they post birthday posts about all their friends' birthdays all the time and they're like full in the friend zone. You get five and they have five. You get five and they have four (laughs) and a half and that girl's really been talking to her for a long time. Um, I think that also you don't know about like the intentional relationships. You don't know how deep those go. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes somebody could appear that they have all the friends in the world but they don't have any like value building right. relationships and so that could be something that you just assume but don't know right you know, don't really know how deep their relationships go right because that's exhausting <laughs> be like i feel worse after hanging out with you and i have no one yeah <laughs> not that i would know that was like <laughs> Vanessa. Vanessa. Vanessa's our fake name. Uh, something else that I tell my missionaries Sorry, on, a, on a pretty regular basis, too, is something, that, you know, intentionality is really not rocket science. Mm-hmm. If you've ever read any, any books about it, it can almost be boring because you're like, well, I know that. I know that, too. Right. I know yeah. that. I should do that more often. Oh, yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. And one of the things I think is, is really easy to forget is if you're thinking about somebody, Tell them that you're thinking about Aww. them. Aww. Text them or call them or reach out to them or write them a card or something like that. And you guys think, are good at that too. You're sorry, <laughs> so I'll separate you. You're good at that. Even too. if you don't have that much time, you can at least pop a text off and say, "Hi, I'm thinking about you." So yeah. one of my friends did that the other day for me. Whenever uh, she was thinking, I just had you know Sloan, uh, new baby, and she was just Sloan like, "Mio, I'm just the Sloan Mio." Mm, um, I know I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because she's she's yours. Um, but she just texted me and said hey I'm thinking about you and it made my day you know Mm -hmm. and little things like that I think go a really long way so the little things when you're thinking about somebody another thing that comes to mind when you're thinking about um, intentionality is uh, listening (laughs) I'm sorry I'm sorry can you explain can you explain that one break that down I had a feeling listening was going to be part of this listening (laughs) this episode But really listening to, to other people, I think, is, is is so important. And oftentimes we are not as good at it as we think we are. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't think I'm necessarily good at it. <laughs> and you're worse than that. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, I'm another level. But I will say there are times that I do, but I really do have to be intentional about it. But there's times when I'm talking to other people and I can tell that they're not listening. So they're doing a lot of nodding. <laughs> And there's a lot of words. I got a lot of words in my arsenal, so I get it. But there's a lot of, like, nodding, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, stop, you're not, you're not, I'm wasting my time. You asked me a question that you don't want to know the answer to. And now I'm having to sit here like a monkey and perform the answer that you don't care about while I watch you fake like you're listening. 
and maybe they're listening. I don't know. Vanessa. Vanessa is just nods. <laughs> no, but sometimes, and then I'm like, I want to make sure I never do that to anyone. And sometimes I'll just stop like mid-thought and they don't even get it. And then I just kind of wonder. That's um, when I just progress into a, the most exciting made-up story. I and then of. I put the body in my trunk. <laughs> And I just drove away. I just drove She's away. She's like, I'm so sorry. What was that last Wait, moment? what was that? <laughs> Bye. Uh, I'll Facebook you. Well, I can attest that, Jen, you're an excellent listener. Excellent. Uh, some of our alternate sponsors tonight was gonna, were going to be <laughs> literally sponsored okay. by Good Listening. <laughs> or two, sponsored by Eye Contact. Eye Contact. <laughs> we were talking about what the ratio is. Between friend and lover. I feel like 50% are over. It's a gray area. But 50% is a good friend eye contact ratio. 50% is good. Mm-hmm. 50%. I would say 50%. I'm like looking at you guys now going, oh man, now I'm thinking I'm not about eye contact. I do this uncomfortable like look off to the side while I'm like talking with people like I'm thinking, but I stare and I know it's bad because they'll always turn and be like, what are you... Why are you looking? And I just think in my head, oh, nothing. I'm just awkward. But I'm, awkward. I'm looking I'm at nothing. I'm staring off into the distance past your face because and then they're I like fifty percent. They're like, I feel like Shaylee's never listening when I'm talking. <laughs> I'm the them. Yeah, I You're know. The and then I'm like, I know how you feel. <laughs> okay, okay, so back to listening. When <laughs> listening, yes, back to listening. I just looked that in my notes and it said number two, <laughs> listening. And I was like, oh, mm, I'm gonna just let you finish that and listen. Uh. With, with listening, I think one of the things, too, is just being present, which is something I'm trying to practice. Being a new mom is mm. really hard to keep my brain, like, tuned, tuned in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. ridiculous lately. Like, the first month, I was like, huh? Right. And now yeah. I'm sort of like, huh? Huh? You know, it's a little better, but not <laughs> much. <laughs> and you're not, you're not, your brain's not the same. No, it's definitely not the same. But yeah. I think when, whenever I'm in that moment where I'm having a hard time listening to somebody and I know that I'm going to think about it later, like uh-huh. I should have listened better or I should have been in that conversation a little bit more. I kind of stop and say, be present, be present. And I kind of stop like multitasking in my brain, like thinking about what we're going to have for dinner or thinking about mm-hmm. how Sloan's doing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, just be present in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other thing with listening, I think, is something that I'm trying to practice getting better at is have you ever had that thing where somebody, you listen to, you're, you're in a conversation and somebody's listening to you and all of a sudden you get the, the moment where you know that they're just wanting to respond instead of listening to what you have to say. Uh, and I, I, you They're might waiting for their turn. They're waiting for their yeah. turn. Yeah. I just usually just blow past that. Right. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, but oftentimes whenever we listen to somebody, we're listening to respond. We're not listening to yes. understand. Where you can see them formulating mm, their response right. instead of listening to you. They're yeah. thinking and about the next thing this. they're going to say. We all yeah. do this in our conversations. And I think intentionality with relationships really is, this is a huge building block on, on that. Yeah. Like this little thing that we can do instead of, Listening to respond to somebody, we listen to understand. Mm. And that is so different. Um, because you're not just thinking, okay, they're telling me an experience that they had. Now it's going to equate it to experience I had. Like right. if your mom died, I'm going to talk about how my I mom died. I have a you know? cousin whose sister's neighbor's mom died. Exactly. So it's basically the same thing. And we don't realize that <laughs> yeah. sometimes that's not what people want whenever that's, they're telling I would a story. say not sometimes. I would it's, say yeah, most right. of the time. Like that's not what people want. Right. And mm, it's yeah. not, it, you know, a lot of times we're, we're interrupting before we even know it because we're thinking in our minds about the next thing that we're going to say instead oh, of that's good. letting it play out. 
and asking sort of open-ended questions. You know, if mm-hmm. somebody's sharing their heart with you and telling you that, you know, I have had a really bad week, that this, that, and the other, sometimes I'm thinking, oh, I, I've had this going on this week and this thing too, and I can relate. It applies. So, right. Go for it. Right, exactly. Right. It, applies. So we do that. it applies. Right. So we Play think, four things I want to talk about. We think <laughs> about that stuff before um, we actually listen to understand somebody, and I think that makes a huge difference. That's really good. Jen, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Uh-oh. You Uh-oh. just described a fundamental technique of improv comedy. Really? Yeah. Like no the number one, way. like, well, the number set two rule, probably. Uh, the number seven rule. <laughs> because the problem with improv comedy is if you've already decided where the scene is going. Because of all your funny jokes. Because of all your funny jokes and your thoughts in your brain mm-hmm. and your scene partner has taken it somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. you can, you literally cannot plan ahead. You have to just literally listen and be ah. present. Because that's going to dictate where the scene goes. So if I'm going like, we're in a bakery and I've got this figured out. We're in a bakery. Make, I made a little joke about flour. Got that in my back pocket. And then you decide we're fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. Where did all this flour come from? <laughs> a fish a baker? You can always tell in improv when somebody is doing that too. Right. Because right? they're not it's the good one. called not good improv. Yeah. Right. It's, they're not it's the good, called not bad the good improv. one. They're not the good one. So if you're not the good one, you right. need to be listening. You're, you came to the right place. Yep. I'll also say there's times I have a little thing called fear of pauses mm-hmm. um, and so for me sometimes I'm like I can talk to anyone and it means no you can fill words into space really well like I can fill <laughs> words in I can smash them in I think on our bios we put like on, on my list of skills it's fit three full sentences into one awkward pause um, but it's the it's not even like I want to talk about myself so bad that I'm thinking about the thing I want to say next mm-hmm. it's that I gotta like have my next like topic of response and or suggestion of where the conversation's going next before they finish. Otherwise, it'll be an awkward pause and I'll die internally. Mm-hmm. That's like anxiety right. driven, and it's fine. Like pauses are fine and normal. And when I hear good speakers, I just think, my gosh, they're talking so slow, and there's natural phrasing and pauses. That's okay, right? You know, I can do that. And so that's the thing too is I think that my fear of listening and being intentional would be but if I let my brain just listen what if I don't have anything to say after right. they're done <laughs> what it's might like, happen yeah and that would probably be fine and needed so we talk at a rate of I think 200 words per minute and we can listen to 500 words per minute that's why with podcasts like you know how you can like make it go chipmunk on you and do like I think oh, it's like yeah. one and a half times or right. something and it's like it, yeah, chipmunk on you. I know I have our whole podcast just records the chipmunk. <laughs> um, but it it is interesting because we're we constantly are thinking about right. other things to say before somebody's even done talking. That's so good. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I just a little inside podcast talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaylee and I are both fill words into gaps, people. And the very first time we had a <laughs> Skype guest, there was a oh. tiny delay, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and therefore we had to wait, and it was riveting. It was, it was <laughs> we like... We asked a question. I think we were both sweating. Yeah. We asked a question, and due to technology, had to wait. Physically not knowing <laughs> whether they were just pausing, or... And wasn't it Olivia? Yeah. Okay, and Olivia, I would say, is probably Olivia Puccini. Yeah. She was our first guest, who is also very Sky intentional guess, yeah. and wise and like... Oh, that was a good one. I listened to right. that one. Well, probably I because really we were forced too. to listen <laughs> because of the delay. That one had a lot of meat. Yeah, it had a lot of meat because like Shaylee and And Katie she's one of the missionaries respond. that I work yes. with. Yeah, connected. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just kind of interesting, I think, in an... 
as in an interviewer's position, mm-hmm. which not it's kind of a rare thing that you'd just be straight up interviewing someone. But I think the first time I interviewed someone, I was like, "What were you like as a kid?" And they they were like, "Um," and I was like, "Were you shy?" Or where are you? <laughs> I'm gonna name four things. You tell me where which you, one's more like you. Where, where just with the nod. You don't just say anything. Where you? And they're like, uh, uh, "You just asked me four questions because you didn't wait for me to answer and the first one." That's when we started the do not interrupt post it, which works forty percent of the time, but it helps. <laughs> it helps. But anyway, that's a good tip. You could treat though a relationship like an interview because you said I'm talking about an interview, so this wouldn't apply. But there have been times we've left places before, and Jonathan's more of an introvert than I am. By a lot, probably. <laughs> Meaning, but he he's kind one. of like you, Jen, where he does he does well talking to people, and he's fine with mm-hmm. friendships, and has a lot of good relationships, and whatever. He just point isn't, of order. Isn't That's a, a common extrovert. misconception. Introvert is just where you get your energy from. It that is true. Mean you can't talk. Anyway, um, so anyway, you were talking about it being like an interview, and I thought we've left things before, and I'm pretty like like I'm, events. Yes, thing, things fill in the blank. Um, We've left events before, like gatherings with other humans, and I, the one who can just talk about nothing forever with no interaction from the other party, I'm like, that went so well. And he's like, ah. Like, they never asked me a single question about myself the whole time. Like, the entire time. I'm like, really? Ever? Well, like, it felt like the conversation was flowing. And he's like, no. And he's not like, doesn't care about it. It's just like something that he notices Mm -hmm. in a conversation where I feel like I make sure to like try to ask questions but then I also I feel like if people don't ask me questions I don't know because I can insert <laughs> insert I, my answers I asked myself that question whether they I ask or not right but kind of <laughs> yeah and he's the kind that'll just be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this but is it real self-discovery self-discovery real and, time but he'll just sit there and just but then I thought you need to treat every conversation like an interview and if both parties do that then it's a real genuine conversation back and forth right mm, interesting I'll think about that Think about it. Back to our interview. Think about it. Jen's been listening. I'm listening. Well. Okay. We Um, have the first two topics. mm -hmm. They're getting better and better. Mm -hmm. Hit us with another (laughs) one. First two points. I think the next one, um, (laughs) always believe that you have something to learn from everyone, Mm. especially if they're different from you. Mm. We can talk about that for a long time. Yes, we should. Because that's something else that I'm not particularly... I'm, I, I guess I'm good at it, but uh, it takes some skill. Because we always want to, you know, sit at the table next to the person that we already know. That gets us. Or the person... Yeah, it's like, they, I they look like too. my people. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're my people. But I think assuming that you have something to learn from, from everyone, if they are different from you especially, uh, can take you a long way and deepen and broaden your relationships make you more inclusive, give you more intentionality. And it just feels good to learn from other people that are different from you, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. But a lot of times we don't think about that. Oh, it's so, it's, I think it's really rich. You walk away and you're like, ah, oh, yes, of course. What, what was wrong with me? My like internal mm-hmm. snobbiness mm-hmm. that's like, you I know what I know. Me. Right. I'm comfortable. Or, you know, and I think it's important for people to sit down and have a conversation with people that are different. So, like, a liberal can sit next to a conservative and have a productive conversation. And just yell at each other. Yeah, a Christian (laughs) and a Muslim. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, different, you know, variety is the spice of life, right? So, Mm -hmm. but so oftentimes we think, no, my perspective is correct and that person's is wrong, but we don't consider the fact that we've got something to learn from other people. Or even that you want to hear it. Right. Like, I think that even if it's not like, 
like a, hmm, I might convert over to another religion. Let's have a conversation about it. But mm-hmm. it's just genuine interest in like learning about another person's life mm-hmm. yes. is important. Yeah. So I think that, that that's something I, I uh, listen to, the Rob cast. I don't know if you guys are mm-hmm. familiar with that, the Rob Bell cast. Um, but that's something that he said that's always stuck out with me is is that consider that you've got to learn from other people mm-hmm. and that people have something to, to add value to. So that's so every good. person you meet is your teacher. Yeah. And maybe they Ooh. only have one lesson. Like, right. you know what I mean? Maybe it's not like this endless supply. They're not a college professor. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but probably every interaction you can learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's absolutely. Good. Unless you're, you know, like having eight week old and you're tired and you just kind of, <laughs> you just kind of want the cashew chicken. You I want actually, to get on out of there. I, <laughs> it's 8.30. I got to go to bed. I just want the cashew chicken. I've actually texted people that I've hung out with like a solid hour and we'll text them afterwards and be like, I'm sorry if I was really weird. Like my brain was all jumbled. I think mm-hmm. after I had Opal, and usually they're like, no, it was totally normal. But sometimes it's been like, I feel like my brain wasn't listening very well. Mm-hmm. And I leave and it was kind of like a blur. Right. And I'm just like, I got to like, just in case they were picking up the vibe that was going on in my brain, mm-hmm. I need to just apologize. I just did a big disclaimer after pregnancy where I was like, I'm really sorry for the last nine months. That's <laughs> possibly. I think I'm Katie sorry. Katie was a mean pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are mean drunks. Katie's a mean pregnant. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Not to me, apparently. Just to some people? I don't know. Let me know. It was a blur. <laughs> Disclaimer. I said I apologize. I it's ha- needed. I was happy with pregnancy, but I think the last couple months has been like, what? This is a blur. That right. was, I was fine Oof. for pregnancy and then afterwards. Mm-hmm. At least in pregnancy, at the end of it, you're done. What's that face? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just, yeah. I'm reliving it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something else that I've been thinking about on this topic that kind of segues a little bit. Um, I have been trying to figure out, you know, whenever you go through different phases of life, and obviously I'm in a big one right now, being a new mom. uh, Whenever I got married, I remember my maiden name is Seifert. And before I was married, I kind of knew who Jen Seifert was. I knew who that person was. Mm -hmm. I knew how to interact as that person. I knew kind of my passions were, et cetera. And then when I became Jen Fortner and got married, I was like, who is Jen Fortner? And looking at myself with curiosity. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm a mom, I'm kind of redoing that again. Like, Mm -hmm. who is Jen Fortner the mom? Like, who is this person and what matters? You're so self-actualized. And it's so... I think that I'm trying to figure out this question that I've been reading a couple books on intentionality lately too. And one of the questions that comes up in this one book that I've been reading by a guy named John Maxwell is finding your why. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out my why right now again, I think. And I don't have the answer to that. But I think um, there's a quote that he says um, that is really good. That's something that's kind of uh, triggering my brain, I guess, into this, this mode. Um, it says, stay in, in with relationships, stay in my strength zone and leave my comfort zone. And mm. so stay in your strength zone, meaning finding your why, finding mm-hmm. your purpose, finding like what sort of you your do. sweet spot, yeah, yeah. Like who you are, what makes you, you know, tick type, type of a thing, and then leave your comfort zone with it. Meaning always seek to partner with other people with whatever you've got going on. Because if we're just mm. living life as a silo, we're not being intentional because intentionality is really about... Um, taking people with you and partnering with other people Mm. and so i'm trying to figure that out right now i don't have it all nailed down i Um, feel like you do i don't know when you say your why Mm -hmm. right like 
like I think I've done subcategories of my why. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm homeschooling this year. Why? Because be- I better have a really good reason if I'm doing this crazy <laughs> thing. Or, uh, you know, whatever. I'm quitting my job. Why? Why? I'm going to, you know, start a business. Why? I'm good at those. Do you mean like a bigger why? Like it's a like a bigger why? why? Yeah, it's like why the am thing I that, here? Yeah, like, like <laughs> kind of like what, what's the main thing that drives oh. me? Oof. So for the guy that's the, that, is, uh, that wrote that book, um, John Maxwell, his why is communication and leadership. So those are his two big That's whys. why he's on earth. Right, exactly. Boom. And those are the things that he's going to focus on. Right. Oh, uh, gosh. So making other leaders oh. and then communication. Mm-hmm. For me, it's and he says in the book, and this is something that you know I'm, I'm trying to seek out again. I don't have it nailed down. But what makes you cry? What makes you laugh? Kind of the message inside of you. Oof. Um Go on. So I'm trying can to you figure tell out. us our why. <laughs> I know my why. I think you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. Tell me your why. I think my why is to encourage others because that's when I feel most like that I come alive. I think that's like yeah. exactly who you are. What's my <laughs> Thanks, why? Jen. What's my why? Um, like to interrupt Words. people, probably. Words. Words. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I think I think I am on Earth <laughs> to interrupt people <laughs> to fill the silences people. of. Humanity. <laughs> can I can I, I um, you. clarify? No, I got it. It was good. Again, uh, can I clarify? Um, Shaylee sometimes does fancy interruptions, which is called guessing the end of your sentences, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes completely wrong. To- usually, usually <laughs> wrong. My sister, I used to work with her, and I did it so much she would get so mad and she'd go, "Are you going to tell me what I'm going to say, or do you want me to say what I'm going to say?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Just for fun, I'd be like, I'm. Yesterday, I ate a, a hamburger. Uh, uh, no, yeah. um, nope. well, I ate a salad. <laughs> uh, I ate a sandwich. <laughs> anyway, we're role playing. I like that. Wasn't necessary. That's my why. We played ourselves. That's, no, Shaylee. That's my why. I'm ending it all. <laughs> you have a, you have lots of good things going on. Okay, well, I'll work on that. Last thing on that, though, the why thing. Um, <laughs> Help us, Jen. I, But I think inclusiveness and intentionality have something to do with each other, and I'm still trying to, like, you know, get it all figured out. But I think that those two things are sort of married with one another in adding value to other people mm-hmm. and believing that we've got value to add to other people um, in ourselves. So anyway, I'm trying to figure out how to stay in my strength zones now that I'm a mom and mm. now that I have a funny brain uh, that's not working half the time. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> Thank you. It better. I hope it does. Um, and uh, yeah, and leaving my comfort zone with that and taking other people along with me. So Leaving your comfort leaving zone. Leaving your comfort zone, but not your why. It should not have. I feel strength. like I started, first of all, I started, <laughs> I started doing improv comedy as sort of a comfort zone challenge. Like I was not, I was mm-hmm. scared when I first started doing it. But then what's interesting is it sort of becomes comfortable. So, I mean, like, well, obviously, 10 years later, it becomes comfortable, really comfortable. Mm-hmm. So then it's sort of like this, um, I don't even know, like this, well, what's going to be the next right. comfort zone thing, too? But what I find is, like, um, like I shoot wedding photos. That's really intense. That's like a lot of people wouldn't do that because it's kind of a big risk. And mm-hmm. what if something goes wrong? That's something I've left my comfort zone to do. But now it's kind of comfortable. I've done improv comedy. I'm going to stand in front of a group of like, you know, a sold out theater and I don't know my next line. That's weirdly kind of become comfortable. And then it's like, I'm going to ask someone I don't know very well to coffee. Mm-hmm. The simple thing that no one's... I know. And mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, that's it day. now. 
that's it. It's what the are being they gonna think? Yeah, it's being vulnerable one on one with someone that isn't your people, quote unquote, or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm you know, I don't even know. I'm gonna move to the farm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just sort of like so this is good. This is convicting because it's like, well, I guess I'm out of leaving my comfort zone because I checked doing another it, two man. off. Right. Yeah. But that's not it. It's always it's pushing it. What's mm-hmm. next? And I think being comfortable with yourself is a big one because it's kind of like you hear single people who want to be married and it's like until you like got your own stuff figured out, you're not gonna be able to mesh well with someone else. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. of like until you kind of realize that you have value mm-hmm. and figure out kind of yourself, you're not going to be able to be a good, healthy friend to other people either. Yeah, right? that's good. And that's kind of a big, it, it wasn't like a big, I think a couple people have asked about this, but we did have the one question, which we talked about for a little bit on a Q&A, but it was how to find, They, I think they were like, I'm out of college, right. I'm out of high school, mm-hmm. I'm not in like a sorority I don't have like the, or whatever. The, the built-in friends. Yeah, the built-in of. friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if you work at somewhere with like an attorney and like a front office lady and like you like help with admin work and those are the three people you see every day and right. now you're an adult and it's like, where do you even make friends? Instagram. Like, right? <laughs> Seriously? I think that's what we said. We were like, that's the how internet. we met you. Shayla, that's how, how we got to know each is, other is Instagram. That is. It's that true. is. Yeah. yeah. That's true. No, and that's not the only. We we half knew absolutely. knew each other from a lifetime ago, but it is little things like that, like finding the person that you might connect with on Instagram that looks cool instead of just going, they look cool, you know. But they're but, untouchable, right? right. And not, I'm not sure thinking I so that cool. they're so untouchable so cool. that you can't reach out, you know. Right. Yeah, so. or if you run into them then in real life. But we even talked about we talked about that on the Q and A as well. Is you maybe have like the people that you'd want to be friends with really bad, but if it's not like working and meshing, mm-hmm. it's not like the end all be all. There could be like three of the best people in the whole world that you're kind of like, meh. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, <laughs> what if those are like your people? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, open yourself up to like, I don't know, more people than I think. Just like the girls group, when you'd invite like a large group of people that I maybe wouldn't be like, pick them out as the ideal normal group because I'm like but she's single and she has three kids and a husband mm-hmm. so I feel like but it could still totally <laughs> it could still work mm-hmm. and so instead of like being like in control you kind of have I mean it is kind of like dating where you have to like, try it out and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of it and is. if it works it works and if it doesn't it's not the end of the world and then sometimes it's starting small and saying I know this one person I'm going to go bring them coffee instead of wish that they would call me I'm going to call them yeah. or instead of wishing that they would text me then I'm going to text them and mm. making something happen yeah so, so good so that is yeah oh wise so one good, Jen. Um, Jen Jen what else you got I feel like I, I that's enough to marinate on yeah Adam. I don't know what my why is now I feel like a little internal well like I said I'm oh, still trying turmoil. to figure out my, your mine Sure. You can figure out mine. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> I think I could probably solve both of yours by the end of the night. Just give me, just give me a little bit of introspection. I was gonna say I found my why. It's words, and then leaving <laughs> my comfort zone is the podcast. Fulfilling my words, why? So I'm nailing it. There you go. I'm nailing life. No room for improvement. No room. Call I'm it done. a day. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, we are just in time for our segment now. Our segment tonight. Mm. It's a surprise. It's a surprise What's for both new? our guest, Jen and Shaylee. Because this isn't a co-led podcast. It's the Katie show and Shaylee's her point of order. You said, sidekick. do you think you could come up with this segment? Is that cool? I did. I, I threw like, it yep. on you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Touche. So, in our surprise segment tonight, 
This is called Taking a Compliment 101. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I am going to compliment both of you. Oh, boy. Shaylee first, mm. and then Jen. I'll give you the same compliment. <laughs> see your she response. She gets to practice then. <sighs> okay. I'm not going to say the temperature of my body. Shaylee, are you ready? It's not cold. Okay. Yes. Now, you have to really, like, transform okay. as if you're really, like, in, like, you're in a party and someone, and there's chatter and blah, blah, blah. And I say to you. Wait, yes. that kind of party the, or, like, a yes, Christmas at the, party? At the disco. At the club. Okay. <laughs> Where you always are. I'm hanging every weekend. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's, me you know, there's people around. And maybe okay. we're not, like, super close. Maybe we're just kind of, like, acquaintances. Okay. You're bringing me coffee. Okay. Because you think I look cool on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you look really cute. I love your outfit. This old thing. <laughs> I found it in the dumpster. Oh. And then a rat pooped on it, and I just put it on anyway. Because I don't care. It's still cuter than your outfit, though. Oh, okay. So how does that make you feel? I don't know. <laughs> Regretful. Okay. Thanks, though. Thanks. Jen, Thanks. same compliment. Okay. Ready? Okay. You, you look really cute. I love your outfit. Thanks. Oh, that was easy. But she answered that. I, like, visualized, like, visualized. Is that a word? Visualized. No, yeah. There we go. Um, Jen answering it in real life. And she'd go... Thanks. Yep, exactly. Like, that's how sweet she would do. Yep. Okay. <laughs> one word. Um, another. One. We have a bunch of girls at your house. Okay. Okay. And We do have a bunch of hosting. girls at my house. Okay. Yeah. And you're hosting. And I say, your living room is so pretty. I love the rug. Ugh. I want a different one. <laughs> this one has stains all over it. Oh. Thanks to my dog. Okay. I don't love it then, I guess. I'm sorry. Thanks, though. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. These are slightly exaggerated for the record. I know, it is. But kind of close. Okay. Jen, your living room is so pretty. I love the rug. Wow, thank you. Very good, Jen. <laughs> Jen wins at life. Yes. Jen wins at life. <laughs> High five. High five. High five. Champion, my friend. Uh, Shaylee, also good. Thanks. I like how you turned the person complimenting you into like someone who's completely ashamed. <laughs> of what they've said that was good i liked it's, it i try to beat them down like you, slowly yeah, like you insulted them somehow right and that it's was just good. a vague they can get mad about it <laughs> i thought you were gonna say um it's from anthropology but it was not full price it was $1. i got it on this like okay so i'm, I'm usually there during thanksgiving <laughs> oh like, i do i do disclaimers that's what i do i do i have to stop myself someone was like i like your boots they were two dollars and my mom's like, they didn't ask how much your boots were. <laughs> they ask. And part of that could even sound like braggy. Like, I got these for $2. But instead, it's like, they were not expensive. <sighs> I know you weren't claiming that they were expensive, but that's where my mind went because they're so cute. It's like, why are you accusing me? I know. <laughs> I've tried. Uh, and sometimes I'll say thanks say and then thanks. wait like 35 seconds and then be like, they were on sale. <laughs> Okay, got it out. Jen's tips for intentional friendships. <laughs> Just say thank you. Thank you. I will never forget. Thank was, you is a full sentence. <laughs> it's a full sentence. <laughs> I, I, I will never forget I was at a wedding once, and the maid of honor was super mm-hmm. crafty. She had, like, done a lot of the handmade decorations. She had done the invitation hand-lettered. So there was just, like, Gosh. a lot of things that people were complimenting her on. People would be like, wow, these invitations are amazing. And she would say, wait for it, thank you. Thank you. And I was like, oh. And here's the thing, when that happens, that's a choice. When when that happens, I don't think in my mind how arrogant. I'm just, I like expect to thank you when I'm complimenting someone, and I'm doing it to make them feel. Yep. Yep. I'm taking a note. 
I'm taking a note. We all learned a lot tonight. <laughs> figure out why I'm on earth and say thank you. Figure it Is out. Is that all figure you have? Figure out your why. And you got it. Leave your got comfort it. zone. That's all I you. have, Jen. Any uh, final words? Any thoughts? <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> for having me on the podcast. Of course. Your hair looks great. Thank you. <laughs> and so does your post-baby body. Thank you. You're a great person. Thank you. <laughs> you can keep doing You're this. such a good listener. <laughs> Thank you. Really, no, you're a really good listener. Thank you. Really good listener. Thank I'm you. trying to interrupt you. It's so good. Thank you. Wow, Shaylee, you always look so cute. Thank you. Why would you say that? I mean, I said you look cute. <laughs> I haven't had That's my hair done to say. I'm actually getting grace. You didn't even say anything about me. You look cute too. Whatever. You look cuter. Get out. Thank you. Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in front of a live French bulldog in Springfield, Missouri. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or in our favorite spot of all on an iTunes review. Feel free to send us an email at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com. And we've already connected with so many of you through social media and email, and it's kind of our favorite thing of all. Because we love you.